Hi there, my name is Michael White. And my name is Anthea Morfetis. For those of you who don't know us, I am a public speaker and I also do one-on-one coaching. And myself, I'm an author and a mindset coach. We're here today to bring you guys our podcast, which we enjoy very much called Love and Relationship Conversations. Um, We've decided to partner up together to educate people on how to have a relationship with themselves, how to have a relationship with others and get the relationships that they deserve and desire. And how we go about doing that is creating content for you guys that you will enjoy. And we're completely passionate about what we're doing we love what we do because of our own experiences in life and myself and Michael have known each other for a a good seven years and we've had many conversations about relationships and hence why Love and Relationship podcast was born and we welcome you to this podcast and we hope you completely enjoy guys it's uh welcome to the love and relationship podcast um you know as you can see today's topic is going to be another juicy one guys and uh before we get started um i actually want to say a few things quickly if you guys don't mind it's more as in the sense of look our podcast it's not about what's right right because that's the thing with our podcast and especially in the dating market space it's not one shoe fits all Mm. because every circumstance is going to be different. Every scenario is going to be different. Every person is going to be different based off of their principles, based off of, you know, their, their background. So a lot of things is going to be different. So what we talk about is you can either like come to our space, take something away from it, or say, nah, I don't rock with that. And that's fine. Because it's not, it's a, for me, it's about opening the conversation. That's mm. all it is. It's not about telling you how you should do something or how you shouldn't do something. You Now, if you want to come here and be like, wow, you know what? That sounds right. I, I can do that. Then great. But the platform is not for us to give advice. It's to open the conversation. Yeah, and I think conversation opens so much, doesn't it? Once you get talking about something, some all some so much can come from it, and actually, a lot of people can have aha moments through it. They can have their um, well, the disagreements or the pure agreements, or they can relate it to what to themselves. And I think that's what a lot of this is as well. It's like because it's our personal experiences, it's very much it can be very relatable because we are actual people who have had these experiences too. And we're opening a conversation to say, well, this didn't work for us. And like Michael said, it's one shoe doesn't fit all. However, there is certain principles and values that you can that uh, that create a platform for a great relationship. So yeah, we're like, we're just opening that conversation and we thoroughly enjoy it. And I think that's what's important because you can have an aha moment after the conversation, during the con, like, and, and that's the thing. When somebody comes in and like, again, I literally think with what we do, we're just telling people what worked for us and what didn't work for us. Mm. That That's pretty much what we're telling people. So anyways, we'll play the promo video. We'll get started on today's topic. I know you guys are sitting here and like, can you just 
I want to know. Yeah. And you take an X back. So we'll we'll get started and do that. So before we get started, guys, please look, like, share, subscribe. We're honestly trying to hit a goal of a thousand subscribers via YouTube. Our Facebook page is growing like crazy, but we're literally trying to grow our YouTube channel, man. So the thing is, guys, it's free. That's the thing. No one's asking you to pay anything. It's free. If you rock with either me or Anthea, just hit that like button. We also give you guys the link tree to follow us on all social media platforms. So it's wherever you feel comfortable. So with that being said, guys, like, share, subscribe, and we'll get into today's topic. So, Anthea, should you ever take an X back? That all depends. That completely, completely depends, Michael, in my opinion. Um, I think it depends on the circumstances of how you split up in the first place, what the journey has been, how long you've had apart. Because um, so many people, and I've had this myself, where I split up with somebody, like with our own ways, and then all of a sudden we come back together and we've resolved nothing in between. Like nothing's been spoken about. It's just that lust and that pull to have that person in your life or you miss them or they miss you and it's a mutual thing so you just get back together and then before you know it four or five days passes by and bam you're back into the same issues that you was experiencing so i think with something like that no unless you can have unless you've taken that time to understand and you've had the conversation um, and you've really communicated why things didn't work in the first place. What was it? What what stopped the relationship from blossoming in the right way? What did you guys, how were you guys treating one another? How was you treating yourself with that relationship? Have you gone to speak to um, a professional about your relationship? And I think if you've ticked all of those boxes and you guys really, you just have that knowing that you want to be together, but you can actually work through them. You found the issues and you've discussed the issues, you've communicated them and you've come to a mutual agreement and you start acting upon what you've spoken about in that positive way, then yes, why not? At the end of the day, if that's who you want to be with and they want to be with you, then who's anybody to stop that happening? But you must deal with what the issues were in the first place that made you go the go opposite directions, you know? Um, because I also believe some things are in have been blessed to you in the in the timing. So it's not that that person's not for you, but it was just the wrong timing. So sometimes you have to go your own ways, experience certain things to be able to come back and have the best relationship. So yeah, that's kind of where I stand with it. How about yourself, Michael? Obviously, again, it's very circumstantial because it really depends on the context of the relationship. It pretty much exactly what you said, because the thing is, was there some type of abuse? Was there some type of emotional or physical abuse? Then the answer is no. Mm, absolutely. Right off the bat, the answer is no. Yeah. But anything else outside of that is workable. Mm-hmm. 
that's what I'm trying to say. So it depends because if you guys truly love each other, and I'm talking about like a genuine love, not a forced love, not a pushed love, but a genuine love for each other, it can be worked out. But this is where I'm going to play devil's advocate. You guys can't be breaking up on and off all the time. That's a yeah. no-go. That's a that, no-go. That is a no. No. It's like if we get back together, that's it. And you know what? Look, guys, I'm going to stand here and, and be honest with you. I've made that mistake multiple times, broken up with somebody, got back with them. And look, you play with somebody's heartstrings when you do that. You play with your own as well. It's like exactly. you're, you're putting yourself in a vulnerable position because, look, once you've walked away more than twice, then, you know, why are you going to come back together the third time? There's obviously issues there. There's obviously reasons why you're walking away from one another. Come to that point to say, I don't want to be with you anymore. I'm going my way. That takes a lot in itself. So you're wasting your time, energy. You're, you're wasting so much of you and the other person is doing the same for what reason? Like you really got to find your why to why you want to be together. What is your true, true reason to want to be with this person? And and I and I just don't believe in this, but I love him or but I love her. I just don't, that doesn't drop with me. Like that love thing that people always drop, but I love him. And you go, yeah, but you're miserable. So where does the love come into mis being miserable? See, I, don't I, I will give myself this and I will laugh at myself because <laughs> I've done that multiple times. So I like to look at it like this. If you guys break up once, there needs to be context around why it happened. Yeah. Was there cheating? Was there infidelity? Was there a uh, lack of sexual gratification? Because, again, you see people like to, oh, that's not important. Yo, you got some marriages ending here because there's no bedroom fund. Mm -hmm. They say, like, some people are breaking up because there's a lack of that. There could have been cheating. There could have been emotional cheating, fit, like, whatever. So, number one, the context needs to be understood of why the two people broke up. And the thing is, if they're going to get back together, and this is big for me, nothing of the past should come up again if we get back together. Yep. There's no ammunition sitting there ready to shoot. For me, that is, if it's going to come up again, it's a... Nope. Because if you are going to get back together, and again, I'm going to... I wish I could highlight this. It is we get back together under the context. And again, I'm glad we're talking about this. Things from the past do not come up. No arguments. No, um, of yeah. So no arguments, no, like, Oh, like you, but you did this a long time ago. No, no. As Anthea said, no bullets in the gun. Now, with number two, is an apology, accountability. People like to just blame the other person or during a conversation, it's he said, she said. No, we're stopping he said, she said, 
if we're going to get back together, there's accountability on both parties, not just the man, not just the woman, both parties. And there's a change in behavior because somebody could tell you that they're sorry, but has the behavior changed? And I think that is the That's key That's what it comes down to. Yes. A permanent behavior change. Yes, Michael. You know what? You're so on point what you're saying there. It's because words are so cheap, aren't they? People use words like they're, like it's nothing. They don't realize and they just, they spill all this stuff out. But the behavior is exactly the same. And they say, you know, actions speak louder than words. And that is the truth. Because someone could sit, let's take it out of a relationship. And let's just say somebody wants to start their own business. Let's put it there. And they keep saying, oh, you know what? I'm starting my own business. And they've told everybody, oh, I'm starting my own business. Um, I'm starting my own business. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah, I've got this really good idea. And, you know, I've written this plan out and blah, blah. And a year passes by, oh, I'm starting my own business. Mm -hmm. And two years passes by. Well, it's going to come to a point where people just going, you blank out because it's just words. But if you're going to say that and you implement that and you started your own business, then the respect level around you will grow. And the respect level towards yourself will grow. Your confidence will grow because you're doing what you said you're going to do. And I think that's what it comes down to. When you when you do what you say you're going to do, what a difference it makes to yourself, to your overall um to your overall decisions and to the people who are around you. So same with relationship. If you're going to have a conversation with someone and you say that this is what you're going to do different and you really mean that and you go out and you implement that and you actually make those um, behavioral changes, then things can work. But if you're just saying it and you get back into a relationship and you're just doing exactly the same thing again, then the other person must close the door on you because you can't keep going on life like that. Life is, sorry, but it's way too short for those behaviors to have to deal with them. Yeah, like let's say we have, and I love to do this. Let's say we have Sally and Jack, right? And Sally says to Jack, hey, I need you to take me out on more dates, right? In our relationship, we don't go out enough. We don't spend enough time together. Jack says, okay, the dates don't happen. Sally and Jack break up because Sally feels alone in the relationship. Let's say they take a month apart or two weeks or whatever you want to call it. And Jack says, look, like, I'm sorry. I, I, you know, I wasn't paying attention. I heard you. Can we try it again? Sally says, yes. Jack's behavior changes. The dates become frequent. He understands certain things change. Everything is better because at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to right is is was there a change in behavior and has the person understood why they've hurt you Mm. and why it means why it means that to you what makes it what makes it be that by sally wanting to have more dates what does that mean to her so and i think if you have all time well, yeah, exactly. So, but if you if you know the why behind it, then you can consciously have that in your mind to say, well, my girl is, you know, I know that she loves going out on dates. And because mm-hmm. I genuinely have, I love her and I care for her and I want to be with her, I would do that. And I, and then as long as he enjoys doing that too, you know, because if you're doing it just to please somebody else and you have 
no desire to be there. You're turning up like, oh, oh, like you're the one that wanted to do it. You're the one that wants to come out for something to eat. Like that again is is the behavior you're not going to put up with, you know? So <clears throat> I think you've got to look at the overall again. Oh, a hundred percent. And and I think that's where that honesty comes in of understanding why the breakup happened and what can be happened going forward as in the sense of, do you want me back just because you want me back and you're lonely? Yeah. Or do you want me back because you actually love me and we love each other mm-hmm. and this relationship you want it to work? Yeah. And that's a big one, isn't it? Because too many just get back because they feel lonely and they just like, and they give in to themselves, don't they? They just give in and they just go, right, I'm just going to call him. I'm just going to call her. Um, And then they move forward like that. And again, nothing's been resolved. uh, Nothing's been spoken about. And you just end up in the same, it's just the same thing uh, over and over again. It's a self-conversation that you have to have with yourself of number one, do you want to do it again? B, do you have enough faith in them for behavior to change? Because that's the thing, right? At the end, like Anthea said it the best. If the behavior hasn't changed, then why are you doing this? Then you need to do this. <laughs> because you're just going to cause yourself more emotional pain. That That's what you're going to do. So true. Um, and then it just creates more of this emotional damage <laughs> and then the next person that you date you're, you're going to have the same problems so it, it's really about addressing certain issues now as I said for me when I see people take somebody back multiple times I don't feel this for them I don't feel bad for them because you're choosing to go back to a situation that's not serving you, especially, oh yeah, we've broken up like five times. You don't think after the first two that you're kind of like, <laughs> should go the other way. supposed to be or that it's not for you. But I think this is a huge problem within the human, uh, the human society, shall we say people, don't want to be alone and actually the best thing you can do for yourself is take time for you and get to know you because once you get to know you then you can have that utmost respect for yourself and you can you won't be putting up with somebody coming back to you third time fourth time fifth time you won't put yourself through that and you don't feel like you need somebody and i think we've spoken about this before the difference between needs and wants you want your partner to want to come to you not to need Mm. to come to you you want them to want you not need you because that need is it's a different feeling altogether. It's help me describe the feeling of need, uh, Michael. It's very see, see, look, when you and we'll talk about it quickly. Needing somebody is very dangerous in a relationship. It's like I don't need you, but I want you. That's so big difference because big need difference. is like, oh, I can't function without you. Like I need you to kind of make me feel whole yeah but you need to make yourself feel whole you can't have somebody else do that for you and and they're they're not making you feel whole 
so when you want somebody, it's like you already have a life full of abundance, but the want is just an extra. It's like if I go to the ice cream shop and I ask for ice cream, I love the basic ice cream, but I want hot fudge on it. It makes it extra, makes it better. So somebody coming, it. Yeah, yeah, you don't, don't need, need it. it. No, you just want, want it. it. You want it. So it's a difference. That extra want makes it better. So in the relationship context, when you're dealing with somebody, they should make your life better. Yeah. yeah. Now, it doesn't mean it's going to be easy, but they should yeah. make your life better in certain ways. Fights do happen in relationships. And again, I on this podcast, we love to say it is when people have a blueprint that love is supposed to be perfect. Nothing's supposed to be wrong. It's supposed to be sunshine and rainbows. I wish I had like the the emoji where you know where the where the person jumping around with the little flower basket and just throwing flowers up in the air. That's what I wish I had because that's people's mindset when it comes to love. Like it's gonna be like this little cherub just throwing like flowers in the air. like. No, it's not going to be perfect. When you no, can because get we're not perfect. It, we're not yeah, perfect. Exactly. Because we're not happen. perfect. Yeah. So when you can get past that, oh, it needs to be perfect mentality and understand that, hey, here's two people coming together. We're going to build something great. It's not going to be perfect, but it's going to be perfect for us. Yeah, There absolutely. is no such thing as the perfect person. There's the perfect person for you. Yes. Yes, yes. There's no such thing as a perfect person, but there's a perfect person for you. I love that. This, that this is... isn't the matrix. You're no. not looking for the one. No. Like, you know, like Neo, they're like, oh, we've been waiting for the one. Like, if you've ever, I'm sure most of you have watched the matrix, you know, the whole time when they find him, they're like, oh, we've been waiting for you forever. We're waiting for the one. Well, then you're going to be waiting a very, very long time. It's the one that uplifts you, right? It's like if your ex is somebody who comes to you and when you two are together, like after splitting up and now you've come back together and you've got this, this energy between you and you uplift one another, you, you support one another, you make each other laugh or you have the same... Um, you have the same like drive in life as in you want the same kind of things and you're going in the same direction as as, as such. Well, there's more fighting than there is. I mean, there's more peace than there is fighting. Yeah, there's more peace. Exactly. So you feel you feel that homecoming feeling that we spoke about the other day on our podcast. Yeah. And you feel that and you demonstrate that through your words, thoughts and actions and everything that you guys are doing is aligned. It's, it's you know, you're uplifting, you're, um, no one's putting one another down, no one's speaking to anybody in a, uh, in a way demeanor, that's going... In a demeanor way. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, I've been around people and I've had relationships where people, like the person has spoken to me or I've heard them speak to other, to their partners and they're effing and blinding at them and they're calling them all names and they're arguing and they're screaming and they're shouting. And, you know, they, and then they don't resolve it. And the next day they do exactly the same and they just carry on and they think it's okay. But actually that 
is not okay and if you're in those kind of relationships it's not for you to go back to that person you know because well, that's very interesting that you say that though because i'm going to add a caveat a lot of times people will say you hurt me in a relationship you hurt me and that's fine that's a very 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 valid reason if somebody might have acted or displayed or said something that was hurtful. Now, it's more of the question of can you look past the hurt and say they're worth it? Because when you have this attitude of when you love somebody, they're never going to hurt you. Now you're living in a fantasy land. The person you love, and again, I am going to say this as clear as day as I could say it. The person you love is going to hurt you the most probably. Because you love them so much, you're more vulnerable to the things that they say and do. And vice versa. So you have to ask yourself, hey, even though they might have said something I might have not liked, can I still love them? Even though they might have not did something within context, and I'm making that very clear, within context. Maybe they might have yelled at you one time. It's not all the time. Maybe they might have yelled at you once. But can you still love them past that? Can you say, hey, you know how I feel about yelling. Can you please not do it again? And then the person would say, hmm, I love them so much. I don't want to display that type of behavior. And they would take that minute to themselves before they react. And exactly. I, think it's, I think it's even deeper than that, as in, like, it's not about just loving that person and can I still love them. I think it's can I put that to rest in myself and can mm. I let that go because once you can let that go um no you're going to be having awareness about it still but as in let it go the emotional side of it and the thought process side well, of you'll it you'll be happier man because when yeah. you're sitting there holding on to things that they've done to you how can the relationship prosper it can't it can't, it but that's with can. anything, isn't it? It's with anything in life. If you hold on to things, then and you're and you say you like you've had whatever you've experienced in life, and you don't learn to actually put that to rest to say, you know what, it's mm -hmm. happened, and you just you can accept that that's been your life experience, and you don't beat yourself up about it. You can just really go past that. That's where you're going to blossom in life in general. But when you're holding on to things and you're constantly having it going around your mind and you're constantly you're having this emotional reaction to things that have happened, things that people have said or things that you've done or mistakes you think you made or all of that stuff just holds you. It's like putting big bricks on top of your feet and it holds you down, you know, like big weights and you're can not I, able to push forward. Can I tell you guys a secret? When you hold on to things, and again, I honestly hope that out of this whole podcast, you guys take that one thing away. When you hold on to things, you are waiting for the relationship to fail. Yes. What you're doing is, let's say you hold on to something that they've done to you, right? And let's say the relationship's gone good for three months or two months, right? And by accident, they've done this thing. It's like what you're doing is you're holding on to that. And then once they've done it, you jump into reactive mode. Oh, they did it again. They're going to go back to how they were. They're going to they're gonna treat me how they used to treat me. And 
it's like they messed up one time. It might not even been that major, but it's because of the fact that you've been holding on to this for so long. Um, that is in a sense, it's like you're it's like you want the relationship to fail because you're waiting for them to mess up. That's yeah. exactly what it is you're doing. You're expecting that, and what you expect, you receive. So it's a, exactly. you're cre you're actually creating that for yourself because our thoughts are powerful, Michael. Like you know, we can't go, uh, we can't forget that. You know what we're thinking about, we bring about. So if we're thinking that our partner and we're expecting our partner to do certain things, whether it's in the in in a way that's going to be good for us or in a way that's not going to serve us, then and we're expecting that consciously subconsciously and our thought process and we say oh i knew he would do that again or i knew she would do that again mm. i knew that when you know something that's you creating that that's you putting that out into the universe that's you attracting that and bringing that to you and then you blame the other person but actually if you was to be really real with yourself and really true to yourself you can sit back and say well you know what i had that thought process so they're just bringing to me what i expected from them because so, you were thinking about it like and you couldn't let it go you couldn't let it go so when you can't let something go you naturally have a thought process towards it and you have a natural expectation that comes with that the emotion and the thoughts come together you know they align and and that's how you manifest these situations into your world and well, then think about your partner because if you have that mindset sorry to cut you off if you have that partner and you have that mindset that means you that means they have to walk around on eggshells with you oh yeah. i can't say this and i can't do this because if i say this or do this they're going to get triggered and they're going to be reactive mm. absolutely and, and you should never feel that way in a relationship that you can't talk or express yourself in a relationship because your partner will get triggered because they haven't let something of the past go mm, absolutely michael and i think yeah, that's a big one, isn't it? Like it, walking on eggshells or not being not being able to be you and having to mm. um, not being able to be you is huge. And I think we've had a conversation like this before, where you know, if you're if you're with your partner, let's just put a scenario: you've got your partner yeah. there, and someone um, I don't know, someone calls you a friend, and then you feel yourself not being at because this is a let's say it's a business partner who's of the opposite sex so for me a male calls me let's say you call me michael and i'm mm. in a relationship and i and i become really uneasy because i think oh no like there's a male calling me um and my partner's going to get really upset then that's not me being myself because at the end of the day i've got a business partner his name's michael he is a male and i do have a relationship but at the end of the day i know that you're my business partner so if i can't be me and be able to speak to you on how i normally speak to you then there's a problem mm. because and i'm uneasy right and i like that and and and, and ladies we're going to talk to you today too we're going to have a little discussion too if you're dating a man and things are going well and he's checking off all your boxes and, and the topic of sex comes up, hypothetically, it comes up, don't get mad at him for that. Don't have the mindset of that's all he wants from me is just bedroom fun. If you've vetted him and he's checked all your boxes, he's everything that it is you're looking for. Men want sex. Don't get mad at him for bringing it up. Don't get mad at him for wanting it. 
clearly you want it too because you're in a relationship with him. Mm. But don't get mad at him for talking about that because then all you're going to do is, oh, all you do is want to have sex with me. So then now he's going to feel uncomfortable having any discussion with you. Because it's like, if I tell you anything, you're just going to jump down my throat about it. Oh, and I can't, I'm going to add to that because sure. um, at the end of the day, if I'm in a relationship and that's what's and and my partner has said that to me then at the end of the day i'm going to want to be having bedroom fun with them too and if i don't then there's a problem mm. but why am i in a relationship that i don't want to be sexual with somebody that doesn't even make sense but let me ask you a question then why like if a guy brings it up and again i, I hopefully this helps somebody if a guy brings it up, why does a woman get reactive and think, well, all you want to do is have bedroom fun, but she's made the statement saying you're everything I'm looking for? Well, to me, that doesn't actually make sense. There's, there doesn't, that doesn't sit. I don't, I couldn't, I mean, if somebody's going to say that, then they've got an issue with, they've, they've been triggered from something because at the end of the day, like I just said, if I'm in a relationship and the man's ticked all my boxes and he brings up, to be, to, he brings up what he wants and that's sex, then I should actually want that too. And if I don't want that, then I should have stated that from the beginning that actually I want to be in a relationship, but I don't want sex. And if you bring up sex, then I'm going to get upset with you. So um, I just don't see how that could even, how that works because they shouldn't be triggered by you wanting sex because actually if my man wants to have sex with me and he wants to be in the bedroom with me, I think that's an amazing thing. And that actually tells me that, you know, not that you want me, but because I know that men will, men don't really have a, a filter in that sense. No, no, uh, but I'll word, I'll word it perfectly. Uh, you shouldn't get mad at him. No. Because he no. wants it with you. He doesn't no. want it with anyone with else. Anyone else. He so that should be you. And that's where you want to feel privileged and feel good that he does want that with you. Because so if you, you should didn't feel elevated that he yes. is that this guy that's checking off all your boxes. Yes. That 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 the guy for you yes. wants that with you. He doesn't yes. want it with anyone else because he's coming to you. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I don't see there's I don't I can't understand if somebody gets upset with that. I mean, if you're speaking about it from the first second that you that you meet this person, oh, then, that's, yeah. then that's different. But that's if you've different. had conversations and you've vetted one another and you're happy and you want to get together, like you're ready. And now you've said you're in a relationship and the man says, oh, man, you know, this, you know, it's really time for it. Um, I really would like to you know, I'd love, I can't wait to this or whatever, however, yeah. however you would speak to one another, then I think that would be the the sweet point to say, oh, yes, we're ready. Like, it's a nice thing, isn't it? It's but got to be a nice question, thing. The question I want to ask you as a woman, why do women get triggered by that when a guy wants bedroom fun from them? But then they're like, well, he checks off all my boxes. It's like, okay, well, he's meeting all your needs. Because of past experiences, Michael. You don't because... want to meet his needs, but you want him to meet all your needs. Because of past experiences, because they've had so many men just want them for sex that mm. they are now associating you with those people. So that's mm. another thing that happens in relationships. They put, someone will come in and they will then, um, they will match you up to what they've had before and say oh you're just like this person or you're just like and actually uh no I am who I am and I'm not that person and I'm not those people either but uh, but it's 
something. You know what? I think we've all made that mistake, though. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Like, yeah, I've yeah, compared yeah. some of my past to present. I, I've made that mistake. Yeah. Um, but for us to wrap it up, because we always said uh, these ones would be a little uh, compact. Should you take an X back? That's up to you. Literally, that is up to you. That is up to you on what the circumstances were. That is up to you on if it's something you want to revisit. Now, I'm not a big, what's the word I'm looking for? Someone that just thinks you should dump someone, date someone else, dump someone, date someone else. No. If the problem's workable and the problem's fixable and both parties want to really work it out, work it out. But under the circumstances that there was no mental or physical abuse or cheating. Yeah. And I think we've really got to take, we just want to say, really go into that mental abuse because people actually um, don't take on board that mental abuse as much because they, because it's mental and it's not being shown on their body as physical. But if you really take time to understand what mental abuse is, like understand it. If you feel like there's some kind of mental abuse, go and read up about it and go and see if it's something Educate that, yourself about educate it first yourself. before yeah. you do that. Because yeah. again, in a lot of circumstances, people will use words or say things that they don't understand. They'll be like, oh, my man's controlling. When maybe all he was trying to do was protect a relationship. Oh, a guy might say, well, my girl's super needy. Well, maybe all she wanted to do was spend time. So again, I love that you said that. It's about educating yourself on something first before mm. you just start throwing words around. Mm. Um, you, you can't do that. You can't just go around throwing words around. It's like you mm -hmm. need to understand what is controlling, what mm. is manipulative, ma manip manipulation, what is passive aggressive behavior. Mm. Um, you know what I mean? You need to be able to understand that what is a narcissist you know what i mean like you need to that word under... being... yeah sorry no, no, say that, word, that word's been thrown around a lot hasn't it i've heard it i've never heard that word narcissist? so much in my whole existence yeah narcissist all of a sudden the past like me, six me months. Too. well that's the thing even me i've been learning about like what a narcissist is and it's somebody that always wants like things their way that's that's controlling and all those other things right so it's really understanding because Let's say, for example, you start to see the tendency to be like, oh, you're a narcissist right away. Like, you, you rate that narcissist. Yeah, but like, I've seen that happen of recent. Like, everyone's just like, oh, he's a narcissist. Oh, she's a narcissist. And it's like, no. whoa, where did this come from? Like, this you new, like, phrase you out here. pull it back. And you got to, that's the thing. You have to pull it back. Now, are there going to be signs of certain behaviors? Yes. We all have ego. Yeah. Don't sit here and say, well, I don't have any. We all have a little have bit of ego. We're yeah. all a little bit selfish. Yeah, you have to be in it to a certain degree. You've got to be good, selfish. You've got to do so, things that works for you. And also, in, sorry, go on. No, no, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, like, you know, there's, um, there's something. There's an, there's an apparent. If you, if it's an apparent thing that someone's being mentally abusive towards you, and the apparency behind that is literally they're swearing at you all the time, or they're always blaming you, or there's a lot, there's a lot of verbal things being said that are hurtful take it into account you don't have to even go and educate yourself on that it is what it is you know in that don't situation yeah but yeah yeah if there's like yelling if there's uh you know poor behavior like treating like of course you, you automatically know what that is off the rip a lot of people don't know michael they just think it's okay and they don't well, know yeah, well, we'll definitely probably do a podcast on that on on you know people thinking that that type of love is 
okay when someone's yelling at you or treating you poorly. Um, but see, that's what I mean. I, I love our fans. I do. And I love what Matthew said. It's sort of selfish to your partner if you don't look after yourself. Yes. You know what, Matthew? Just for you, because you brought that up, we are going to make that a topic. We are going to say, um, we're, we'll figure it out, but we're definitely going to include that as a topic. Because again, if you're not taking care of yourself, it shows you're not taking care of the relationship. Mm-hmm. If you're not taking care of your health, your goals, your mental, then how can you be the best version of yourself in that relationship? You can't. You can't. You just can't. You can't. You can't show up for the best of them. Like, let's say I'm in a relationship and I look like this, but then like a year from now, I end up like this. And I end up like bleh, just big and, 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 you know, I look like the hamburger or Mayor McCheese from, from Ronald and Friends. And you're not doing what you're doing here, and you've just given up on all your goals. You've yeah, and I've just become up like, on life. as I said, I've just become like the Hamburglar. She's going to be like, if I don't care about me, then I can't care about her. I've gotten overweight, stopped dressing nice, stopped taking care of myself. You know what I mean? It, it, it's terrible when you have that mindset. So thank you for bringing that up, Matthew. Um, but we are going to wrap up today's episode. We are. And um, look, we really appreciate it um, that you guys come through to watch it and share the replays and all that amazing stuff. Uh, And we will see you guys next week. See you Um, later. Have a brilliant weekend. Oh, yes. And before you guys go, you're going to hear more from us because we're actually going to start doing YouTube posts as well. So you're going to get the podcast from us three times a week. And then three times a week, you're also going to get YouTube posts. So definitely be on the lookout for those as well, too. See you, Matthew. Um, So we will talk to you guys soon and take care.